Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Let's go, let's go. It is Monday night. Because we just have to command you today. And command you with the power of prayer. Prayer is going to be powerful tonight. It is our last uh, of our Monday evening prayers um, during our 21 days of fasting and prayer. So you already know we're about to go all the way up, all the way in. Let's go. As you come in, speak to me. Let me know where you're watching from and share. When you share this video, people's lives are impacted and lives are changed. So I need you to share, need you to share, need you to share. And let's do a little roll call. Let's do a little roll call. Let me know where you are watching from. Come on in on the app, on the website, on Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, wherever you're at. Speak to me as you come in. At Harvest, yesterday was your birthday. Happy belated birthday. At Harvest, we use this word called shalom, the Greek one another. I want to encourage you to bake it into your vocabulary, bake it into your language, meaning bake it in, make it part of your language. It is a Hebrew word, shalom, and it means every time you release that word, you are saying to somebody, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. Hampton, Virginia, Aurora, Colorado, Atlanta, Georgia, Florence, South Carolina, Houston, Texas, Cincinnati, Ohio, Atlanta, Georgia, let's go. Santa Barbara, California, Denver, Oh, it's coming in fast, coming in hot. Naperville, Illinois, where else we got? New Jersey, welcome. Aurora, welcome. Memphis, Tennessee, welcome. Malaysia, welcome to you. Shalom. L.A., let's go. West Adams, come on, West Adams. I don't know where West Adams is. What is that close to in L.A.? Uh, Phoenix, Arizona, Brooklyn, New York. Come on, let's go, let's go, let's go. Speak to me as you come in. Warner Robins, Georgia, welcome. St. Louis, STL, St. Louis, welcome to you. Uh, Maryland, Aurora, let's go. Come on in, everybody. And this time, I'll give you a couple of moments to get in and share and get comfortable. Prayer is going to be amazing tonight, as it always is. Again, this is the last of our Monday night prayers during our 21 days of fasting and prayer. So if you've been fasting with us, you know we've got the rest of today, Monday, then Tuesday, and Wednesday. Fast ends Wednesday and midnight, whatever your local time is. I need you to make sure that you have our app. I need you to make sure you have our app, because if, when you exit a fast, you don't just start eating. There's a proper way to break fast. That's where we, in fact, get the word breakfast in the morning because your body is fasted in your sleep. But literally, um, there's a proper way to break the fast. I'm going to make sure that you have that. But Marvin Gaye, awesome. I did not know that. I love it. That's phenomenal. Um, so make sure you get our app. Text the word harvest to 555, excuse me, 55498. Got to get a few of you on each Instagram platform to type that in so I can pin it. Type harvest, text harvest 255498. Can I get you to type it in just like that? Text harvest to 55498 on your cell phone. That way on Thursday morning, you'll get that message about how you properly break the fast. All right. Good to see you tonight. East Cobb, Georgia. That's Atlanta. Decatur, Atlanta. Lafayette, welcome. Where else? Aurora, Colorado, welcome. I appreciate you. You on it, John. Appreciate you. Awesome job. From Tennessee, I got you. So glad that you're part of the family. Hey, listen, um, you all, tonight, uh, as we get ready to go into prayer, um, this is the not only the last Monday in our 21 days of fasting and prayer, 
But thank you, Brenna. Awesome job. But in addition to that, this is also a uh, thank you, Sonanda. Got you on Facebook. Thank you. Um, in addition to that, this is also on the last Monday of the month of January. Can you believe it? You are already through the first month of 2023 and 2023 is your year of Jubilee. So tonight as we pray, we're going to be praying for some periods. We're going to be praying for the punctuation in your life. We're going to pray for some periods. We're going to pray for some commas. We're going to pray for some semicolons. What's a period? There's some things that have come to their conclusion. Some commas. Those are some things where there needs to be a continuation. And then we're going to pray for some uh, semicolons. That means and there's more to the story. Wow, look at this praise report. You got me through some dark times sharing God's word. To God be the glory. Listen, um, our, can I say this to you all? We are here on the earth for God's use. Can, can, I get you to, can I get you to type these words, use me, Lord, in the comments? We are literally put in the earth for God's use. In Jeremiah chapter one, God says, before I formed you in your mother's womb, I knew you. And one of the greatest revelations that you can get is that you are not here for what you want. You are here for what he sent you for. And, uh, and so when I hear praise reports like that and any praise report, I always give glory to God because I recognize that I am here for his use. So Lord, use me. Um, and uh, that's what we're going to do. All right, let's pray. Father, we bless you. We honor you, sir. We thank you for this day. Thank you for this time. Thank you, God, for getting us through the first month of 2023. This is our year of jubilee. This will be a year, God, of celebration. It is win or win for us. Everything that happens, it is win or win for us. There is no other option. Your word says in 2 Corinthians that you always lead us into triumph. So that's where we are being led every day and every way. You said in all our ways, if we would acknowledge you, to acknowledge means to yield. We tell you today, God, that we yield to you. Come on, tell them in the comments, I yield, Lord. We yield to you. This means, God, we say whatever you desire, whatever you want, we are okay with that. We yield to your will. And this is why we win in Jesus' name. Secondly, God, a year of Jubilee is a year of restoration. That means this year will be better than any previous year all day in every way. We will be better in our faith. We'll be better in our finances. We'll be better with our future. We'll be better with our uh, fitness will be better in every single area of our lives. And Father, that means we have to release the lesser so we can get the greater. We have to have the same attitude that you did in the Garden of Gethsemane, where you prayed, God, and you said, uh, Father, if it's possible, let this cup be taken from me. Nevertheless, in other words, you said, I give up lesser to pursue greater. God, we tell you, and we let go of everything about us that's average. Come on, y'all. We let go of everything about us that is not excellent. We let go of everything about us that is not pleasing to you. We let go of everything about us that is not the best. We let that go. Y'all better pull a page from Teddy Pendergrass. I think you better let it go. We let that go, God, so that we can receive better. Father, we recognize that it is often easy to go from bad to good, but more difficult to go from good to great. In our year of Jubilee, we declare that we will live in a place called great. We will live in a place called more than enough. We will live in a place called abundance, God. And it starts right here in our mind. 3 John 1, 2 says, Beloved, I pray above all that you prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. Our soul is our mind, our thoughts, our will, and our emotions. So, God, we speak prosperity to our souls. What is prosperity? It is shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. We will never move beyond our mind. 
We will never move beyond our mindset. We will never apprehend beyond our aptitude. And so, Father, right now, we give you our souls tonight. And we say, God, stretch our souls, Father. Stretch our minds. Stretch our thoughts. Stretch our will. Stretch our emotions, God, so that we would walk in what you have ordained. Father, we let go of a, a soul that lives from a scarcity mentality. We let go of a soul that lives, here it is, from a scared mentality. Come on, y'all. We let go of a soul that lives uh, from a stupid place or a stupefacient place. We learned in yesterday's message. We let go of our soul that would keep us in, in a solitary confinement. And in Jesus' name, we pray that we have the mind of Christ, that we'd see like you, God. We'd hear like you. We'd think like you. We'd walk like you. We'd talk like you. Your word says that we are you in the earth. That's what the scripture says. And that's what we decree and declare tonight, God. As we pray, we ask for forgiveness for all of our sins. Those committed knowingly and unknowingly, God. That way we can stay in a place of win or win. Father, if we stay in wins, then it's easier to avoid sin. What is sin? To miss the mark, to make mistakes. We declare that this year, because we stay in wins, we have no time for sin. Come on, y'all. Type that in the comments. No time for sin. If we stay in wins, we have no time for sin. That is the mentality that we got to have this year because it's a jubilee year number one it's winner wins it's celebration number two it is restoration everything about this year will be better than it was before and number three it is a year of emancipation this means we have no restriction now forgive us for putting restrictions on you forgive us for, for putting restrictions on what you're able to do for, forgive us for putting restrictions on this year based on previous years mistakes or issues forgive us god for putting restrictions on you just like the man did in john chapter 5 where he literally said the only way i can be healed is if i get in the water like everybody else but you did you did something in him that was different than everybody else this year we declare that you will do it different for us please speak that over your life it'll be different for me I know that's a lot. I know your thumbs got to go fast, but I need you to release that. It will be different for you. Father, this we will not put ourselves in the restrictions because this is how you bless so-and-so. It's got to happen like that for me. Or because this is how it worked for so-and-so, that's the way it's got to work for me. We reject that notion. There are no restrictions. We live in a year of jubilee, celebration, restoration, emancipation, celebration, restoration, emancipation. It will be different for us. Other people had to go one route. We take the shortcut. Other people had to stress and struggle. We declare that it'll be stress, struggle, and sweatless victories this year. In Jesus' name, we pray. Can I get you to drop an amen right there on every platform? Y'all know I'm coming in hot. We come in hot on prayer. We go. This is why prayer releases on the podcast, and you can always go back and watch the replay. Because when we pray, y'all know I come in hot. And the Bible says that the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Effective means specific and strategic. Let me teach you how to pray. When we pray, do you notice how I always put scripture on it? I put scripture on it because we need to be specific. Too many people, when you pray, you are not specific and you are not strategic. Your prayers are just kind of, oh, Lord, just whatever you want to do. That's not how you pray. The purpose of prayer is to invite heaven into your situation. It is illegal for heaven to intervene in your happenings. If you if not invited in, Bishop, what do you mean by that? Jesus said it like this. Whatever you bind on earth 
is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on her, earth is loosed in heaven. Father, forgive us for expecting what we have not articulated. Forgive us for anticipating what we have not articulated. But tonight, in Jesus' name, we will have effective and fervent prayers. Come on. Effective means that we will be specific. It means that we will be strategic. It means, God, that we will attach scripture. That's James 5 and 16. We will attach your word to it because your word is uh, uh, something that never passes away. You said heaven and earth will pass away, but your word is forever. So we attach scripture to it, and then we are specific. We are specific, God, because you told us to be specific. Forgive us for thinking specific, but not speaking specific. Come on, y'all. Forgive us for having an expectation of something specific, but we never opened our mouths and said it. We declare, God, that from this day forward, we will be specific and strategic. James 5, 16, the effective and fervent. Fervent means passionate. It means your prayers got to come in hot. It means when you pray, you got to pray with a passion that communicates. It's not just what you say. It is how you say it. And I pray you be on fire this year. Come on, y'all. I pray you be on fire this year. I pray your relationship with God is on fire this year. I pray your worship is on fire this year. I pray your giving is on fire this year. I pray that your serving is on fire this year. I pray that when people interact with you, they look at your energy, they look at your passion, and they say, I want some of that. I want some of that energy. I want some of that passion. Why? Because I must be fervent. I got to pray like this thing is hot. I got to pray like this thing is burning. And when heaven sees passion, heaven releases answers. Come on, Monday prayer. When heaven sees passion, heaven releases answers. I pray against your lethargy this year. I pray against your sadness this year. I come against depression this year. I come against anxiety this year. I pray that you would not sit in a low place, but that you would raise your expectations. Ephesians 3 and 20 says that, that he is the God now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask. That means to pray or think. This means what we ideate, what we imagine. He's a God that says, give me something on fire for me to add some fire to. Give me something incredible for me to add something to that. Give me something big for me to make it bigger. Forgive us, God, for aiming too low. Forgive us, God, for looking too low. Forgive us, God, for reducing our expectation based on what we thought we could do instead of based on what you could do. David couldn't kill Goliath, but you could. David couldn't take down the four giants he dealt with after Goliath, but you could. Moses couldn't lead two million people, but you showed him. Joshua couldn't stop the sun and the moon and make them stay in their place, which is the reason why we still have uh, uh, leap years to this day. But you could. Father, our faith is in you this year. And we declare that our faith is on fire. Come on, y'all. We declare that our faith is high. We declare that our expectation is high. Even as we're in 21 days of fasting and prayer, we pray, Father, that we take the fire from this fast and that it's last, that the fire from this fast would last, that the fire from this fast would last. I pray when you wake up in the morning, you don't need an alarm clock because you want fire. I pray that when you talk to people, you don't need uh, to be pumped up because you want fire. 
I pray that when you worship, um, that your worship sets other people on fire, whether you're in a building or you're at your house. I pray that you get so fired up in your car that other people say, is that person okay? I pray that this fire from this fast would last. And we thank you for it now. In Jesus' name we pray. Don't say amen. Drop a fire in the comments. If you don't know how to drop the fire emoji, just type the word fire. Just type the word fire. Listen, guys, if you haven't shared yet, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. And it's amazing to me, even over this weekend, uh, I think just shy of 20 people gave their lives to the Lord. We did a quick pop-up on Saturday night, plus church yesterday. And to God be the glory, uh, we are on, we're seeing amazing things already. You have to be passionate. You have to be on fire. And one of the ways that you stay on fire is that you keep your place, yourself, in a place in an environment that keeps you on fire. So I want to encourage you as you're navigating, especially these last three days of the fast, let me give you some instructions and then we're going to move on in prayer. Um, one of the things you want to do is make sure you create an environment that's on fire. So what you got to do, you got to have you some worship music playing. You got to have messages playing. Let me tell you what I do. Um, if, if I am your shepherd, let me tell you what you do. Uh, and, and even if I'm not, if I speak life into you, let me tell you what you do. You listen. When you go to sleep, have a message plan. This is, I do this. So when I go to sleep, I am being fed by my man of God. I am being fed when I go to sleep. So when I wake up, I wake up on fire. Do you hear me? I wake up on fire. Now, listen, y'all know I'm a passionate speaker. So, you know, the, the volume, you know, you just adjust it accordingly. But why? Because while I'm sleeping, I want the word spoken into my spirit. Y'all better talk to me throughout the day. You got to be listening to messages. Why do you have to be listening to messages throughout the day? You have to keep yourself in an environment that keeps you on fire. You got to keep yourself. I see some of you saying that's what I do. You got to keep yourself on fire. You have to have the word spoken into you. John 6, 63. The Bible says that the word that words are spirit. They are spirit, which means even when you're sleeping, something can be put in your spirit. Father, I pray that we would keep ourselves in an environment that keeps us on fire. Let it be your word. Let it be worship. Let us create environments in our homes, in our offices, in our automobiles that keep us on fire in Jesus' name. And that speak life to our spirit. 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 So that when we wake up, we're not waking up lethargic. We're not waking up tired. We're not waking up wore out. We're not waking up frustrated. But we're waking up like David saying, who is this uncircumcised Philistine that dares to defy the armies of the living God? We are waking up on fire. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Right? So that's one thing. Overnight, during the day, you want to keep that environment. For those of you that are prophetic, listen to me carefully. You need to have some type of running water in your background. And for those of you, uh, watch me, if I don't know, go to our app and take the spiritual gifts test to see if that comes up on your spiritual gifts anyway at any level. For those of you that are prophetic, wave at me if, 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 if you think that's you. If you think you don't have to know for sure, just wave at me. This isn't a test. All right. You need to have running water. Why? Running water represents the spirit. In the scripture, um, let me just give you a couple of examples. One, Elijah. Elijah is by a brook. And when he's by a brook, the Bible says, 
that a raven comes and feeds him. And while the water is flowing, that's where Elijah is. The brook dries up and Elijah has to move from where the brook is dried up. Pay attention. It is not just because the water is dried up and so he doesn't have anything to drink. It is because the running water is necessary for him to hear God clearly. The running water stirs his creativity. The running water, water represents spirit. That's why prophetic people, you like being by water. You like going, you like waterfalls. You like water playing in the background. You'll turn your water on and leave it on. I was not, I'm notorious for that. I will turn my shower on and don't you judge me. You mind your business. <laughs> I say that in love. Uh, I will turn my shower on and leave it on because when that thing is on, all of a sudden, boom, I did stuff that I was stuck on. I couldn't figure out a way through it. I couldn't figure out how to navigate through it. All of a sudden, then things begin to flow. Right? So for some of you, you need to have running water around you somewhere. Make Alexa play it. Make Siri play it. Make whatever Google has. Uh, make her, that her or him or it, whatever, play it. You gotta have that, okay? It's part of the environment you create. Father, I pray that we will create environments where you are able to speak freely and uninhibited in Jesus' name. One of the other things, for those of you, if you're looking at this camera right up where the one I'm pointing to right now, you see behind me lions and gladiators. This is from Rome. That's a gladiator helmet. There's another gladiator helmet that's over there. It's a full body one. Lions. This here is an ox. This is not a bull. This is an ox. Um, um, down there, um, and an ox is a special designation of animal. Down there is a globe. Up there is another lion with a crown on. I surround myself with things that reinforce boldness. Proverbs 28. I want to encourage some of you, especially in the last few days of this fast, look in your house. Look in your house and say, does this, what I'm looking at, does it encourage me or does it remind me of my past? Y'all better hear me. Does it encourage me or does it remind me of my past? Does it encourage me or does it remind me of crazy things? I need to give some of you, like right up here, there's a picture. I can't move the cameras, but there's a picture of the Roman Colosseum that reminds me that I'm a gladiator. I did a whole series when you're called uh, uh, Gladiator, right? It reminds me that my, my assignment is to get into the ring and fight, but it's a fixed fight. I pray you would create an environment that brings out Proverbs 28 and 1, that brings out the boldness in you, that brings out the fighter in you, that brings out the warrior in you, that brings out the conqueror in you. You are more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. I pray you would surround yourself in an environment that reinforces that. Y'all ready? We're talking punctuation, periods, commas, semicolons, all right? Um, some of you need to put some periods on some stuff that does not uh, that does not reinforce what the word of God says about you. You got a your house that feels like you know because that is respectfully with love. Your house feels like death. It feels like the past. You you need to go through your house. Get you some anointing oil. You can get it off of our website. Get it off our app. Text Harvest to five five four nine eight. Go to Harvest Church. That church. Get you some anointing oil. Anoint your house. There's prayers to anoint your house and car. In our book called Healing Scriptures, you get that. You gotta create an environment. Because what, what good is it if you're doing all this praying and you're on fire, but you're surrounded by water? You're surrounded by things that, that rain on your fire, is what I'm trying to say. Y'all got to hear me. Over there, there is a picture of a plane, of a, uh, of a propeller uh, on a plane. Why? It reminds me to keep it moving. It reminds me to keep it moving. The only time a plane crashes is, is when the engines stop moving. 
And I pray this year you would keep it moving. Come on, y'all. I pray you would not stop. I pray that you would evaluate your environment. Come on, y'all, let's pray. I pray we would evaluate our environments so that our environments are always those that build us up. Proverbs 28, 1. Environments that build us up and environments that remind us of who we are. Not what we were, not where we failed, not where we made mistakes, but environments that build us up. In Jesus' name we pray. Y'all ready? Let me go here. Do the people you talk to, what are y'all talking about? I pray that you would lose your taste for shallow surface. You ready? Shallow surface level, non-productive conversations and relationships. I pray you would lose your taste for shallow surface level, non-productive and unproductive conversations and relationships. I pray that you only have productive relationships in your life. I pray that the people you speak to, they cause the lion to rise up in you. I pray that the people you interact with, that they call, they challenge you, that they don't just affirm you, but they challenge you to be better, but they challenge you to step up your game. They challenge you to be better. And if you feel like, Bishop, I don't have nobody to talk to, I pray that when you're talking to yourself, that you would be like David. When David had nobody else to talk to, the Bible says in 1 Samuel 30 that David encouraged himself. I pray that you would encourage yourself in the Lord, in Jesus' name. Come on, type yes, Lord, in the comments. Let's go, let's go, let's go. We got a lot to cover tonight, right? We're talking about this year, you got to stay on fire. And the fire from this fast would last, right? Um, and we're talking about periods, commas, select, semi, periods, commas, excuse me, and semicolons. So now we're talking about the environment that you create because the environment you create is going to help you get your punctuation right. The environment you create is going to help you see where there needs to be periods. And the environment you create is going to help you to see where there needs to be commas. Environments you create are going to help you see where there needs to be semicolons. It means there needs to be more of this. There's, a, there's another part to this. The people you talk to are very important. The people you interact with are very important. And now I want to show you why. Yesterday's message, if you missed it, I want to encourage you to go watch it. Get our app. Again, text harvest to 55498. Get that app. Um, you got to watch that. How many of you saw yesterday's message over there? One of the two, either or, wave at me. Yesterday's message was called Don't Drink the Hypnotic. Or don't take the hypnotic, excuse me. Don't take the hypnotic. Um, and I'm seeing your responses. That word was amazing. Um, listen to me. Um, I want to show you this from John chapter 5. Hypnotic means something that numbs you, something that makes you lethargic, something that makes you stupefacient, which is just a fancy word for say, act stupid. And it's spellbinding. In other words, it'll make you think that you're caught up into something that you're not caught up into. It'll, it'll make you think, some of you are showing the wrong service. The 7 p.m. replay was showing the wrong service. Okay, shoot us an email about that. Please let me know what that is. You said the 7 p.m. had the wrong one. Please let me know. You said the 7 p.m. had the wrong one. Please let me know what, what happened. Just shoot an email. Shoot an email to a lower harvest church so we can look into that. All right? So listen, yesterday, <clears throat> yesterday we looked at a man in John chapter 5. And we're going to pray each of these things today. Uh, over you, and then we got a little bit more ground to cover today. And we're still talking punctuation. Periods, periods, um, periods, commas, 
and semicolons. Now, uh, it, said the, it showed the first service of the year. Okay, yesterday at seven. Okay, thank you all for this information. All right, all right. It was showing the New Year's Eve service. Okay, thank you all. All right, but praise the Lord. Even even in a mistake, the Lord is still good. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you all for that information. All right. Um, so listen, yesterday in John chapter five, y'all on it. I appreciate that. Um, we'll make sure that we get the right people in the right places to, to make sure we don't have that issue. But God is so good that even in that, 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 um, that, that, that still, I know it still spoke to you. Somebody says still good food. Praise the Lord for that. All right. John chapter five, John chapter five, they're at the pool of Bethesda. The pool of Bethesda. And Bethesda, it means grace and disgrace. Grace and disgrace. Grace and disgrace. Grace and disgrace. And the Bible says, in these lay a great multitude of sick people. Um, and, and the key thing was that there was a bunch of people that were in this hypnosis. There was a bunch of people that were in this hypnosis. There was a bunch of people that were in this hypnosis. And what I want you to hear it does that. Okay. Okay. Wow. That's interesting. It's been doing that. Okay. Thank you all. All right. Um, in that, in these lay a great multitude of sick people. Lay meaning that these people were staying stuck in their condition. Um, for the rest of this year, you will not be stuck nor stagnant. I need you to respond with a praise in the comments to what I just spoke over your life. That for the rest of this year, you will not be stuck or stagnant. For the rest of this year, you will not be stuck nor stagnant. I need you to release that praise. Put in the comments, for the rest of this year, you will not be stuck nor stagnant. The Bible says, in these lay a multitude. So there's a bunch of people who were stuck and stagnant because they were in a hypnosis. They were in a hypnosis and they were laying there. Father, I pray that we would not spend one moment this year laying in what we're supposed to live above. I pray that we would not spend one moment this year laying in what we are supposed to live above. I pray right now in the name of Jesus that this year we would not be stuck and that this year we would not be stagnant in any way, shape, form, or fashion. That we would not be under hypnosis, God. That we would not be under something that's a spell that makes us think we're stuck in this condition or we're stuck in this city or we're stuck in this role or we're stuck with these people or we're stuck with these issues. We have options. We have options and we thank God for that. In the name of Jesus, we will not be stuck. We will not be stagnant. We will not be stuck. We will not be stagnant. We will not be stuck. We will not be stagnant. For those of you that feel stuck or stagnant right now, right now, I need you to say, I'm not stuck. I'm not stagnant. If you feel like you are right now, I need you to release that over your life. You will not be stuck. You will not be stagnant. You will not be stuck. We will not be stagnant. And we will not be stuck. We will not be stagnant. We have options. You are not stuck and you are not stagnant. Bible says in James 5, there was a multitude that were laying in their condition, which means the majority of people are stuck and stagnant and are okay with it. I pray that anytime the enemy tempts you with stagnation, you resist the temptation. I pray that anytime the enemy tempts us with stagnation or to be stuck, that we resist the temptation. Multitudes live in that place, but we will not. Come on, y'all. We will not. 
We will not. We will not. That will not be our story. It will not be our testimony. That will not be our life. We will not be stuck. We will not be stagnant in any way, shape, form, or fashion. Do not let us have the crowd mentality where because we see everybody else is like this, this is how we have to be. We are the Abrahams. Come on, y'all. We are the Josephs. We are the Moses. We are those, Acts 17, 6, that have come to turn the world upside down. We will not have the crowd mentality, but we will have the Christ mentality. We will not have the crowd mentality, but we will have the Christ mentality. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. All right, we're about to, we're about to cover this thing in prayer. Because the majority of people, the multitudes, the Bible says, were stuck and stagnant. And they accepted it. They accepted it. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, that's Matthew 18 and 18. Pay attention. God says, if you're good with it, so am I. Did you hear that? God says, if you're okay with it, so am I. Which means you have to make your mentality up and make your mind up that I will not have the mentality of the crowd. I won't. Well, everybody else is doing this. I don't care what everybody else is doing because everybody else is stuck and stagnant. Well, it looks like they got a lot. Looking like you have a lot doesn't mean you have a lot. I saw this interesting article. Listen to this. I saw this interesting article. I think I mentioned it yesterday at 1115. There was one, there's one lady, she had like 2.6 million Instagram followers. And she needed to sell 34, like 34, 36 shirts for a new t-shirt line she was doing. And she had 2.4 million followers. 2.4 million followers, right? So she has lots of likes. She had lots of followers, all of that. Um, and when she needed to sell the 34 shirts, do you know she couldn't get 34 people to like her to buy her shirts? She couldn't get 34 people to buy her shirts. At the same time, there was some folks that had just under 14,000, like 13,728 followers. And they were, look at me, they were producing almost $80,000 a month. Did you hear what I just said? Did you hear what I just said? Now, the crowd, the, the crowd mentality says you need to get more followers, but followers don't mean supporters. I pray that you would not have the mentality of the crowd, but you would have the mentality of Christ. You would have the mentality. Jesus changed the world with 12 men that were, listen to me, that were average at best. Come on, y'all. Jesus changed the world with 12 B-team players, with 12 people who weren't that good, with 12 people who, watch me, Bishop, why can you say that about them? How do you know that? Let me teach you before we move to the next part of prayer. Guys, do me a favor. If you haven't shared, I need you to share. When you share, people get saved. Jesus, the 12 guys that Jesus <clears throat> um, picked, they were all found doing their father's trade. And in the Hebrew culture, every little Hebrew boy wanted to be a rabbi. So they would all want to apprentice a rabbi because you had things, um, you had the yeshiva, which was a Hebrew school. You had things like the schools of the prophets, the sons of the prophets, Elijah created. You had all of this. Elijah did not have a good team. And for some of you, look at me, you look at me. Let's call a spade a spade. The support you have is the B team. Really, quite honestly, probably a C or D team. Let's just call a spade a spade. Don't, don't say nothing. Just just shake your head like, okay, he all over my business. Don't say nothing. Just, you know, just, you know, this is call a spade a spade. 
This is black. This ain't white. Call it, call it what it is. All right. Jesus, when he finds these guys, they're all found doing their father's trade. Okay. And in the Hebrew culture, when you were not good enough to apprentice a rabbi, the rabbi would say, go do your father's trade. In other words, you're not fit to follow me. So when Jesus finds these 12 guys and they're doing their father's trade, they're fishermen, they're tax collectors. All of those are family businesses. Y'all better talk to me. When Jesus finds these 12 and they're all doing their father's trades, what that reveals to us is that somebody had already told them, you don't cut it, which means you are not the 18. And I pray that you win this year, even if you don't have an A-team around you. Y'all better pray with me tonight. I pray that you succeed this year, even if you don't have the highest quality of what you think you need. This way, God gets all the glory. This way, God gets all the glory. And you can't say it was because of your team. You can't say it was because of your money. You can't say it was because of your resources. You can't say it was because you will win. Even if you don't have the support that you think you need. In Jesus' name. I need some of y'all to put a praise in the comments. Because God's about to show you that he can get it done. Watch me. And he's going to get all the glory. He's going to get all the glory. Some of you leaders, some of you business owners, some of you entrepreneurs, the facts are the facts. But you're about to see your faith work for you in the face of the facts. Roto, Basque, you're about to see your faith work in the face of the facts. You and I are about to see our faith work in the face of the facts. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And he's going to get all the glory. That way no person can say, it's because of me. Mm -mm, God did this. I want you to practice your celebration right now. Type this in the comments. God did it. Father, we will give you all the glory. God did it. God did it. There's no other explanation except God did it. God did it. It's not our strategy. And that strategy is good. It's not our planning. And planning is good. It's not our hookups. And hookups are good. But we will give you all the glory. We will give you all. God did it. I'm practicing right now. God did it. Hallelujah. God did it. How'd you get that business to make seven figures this year? God did it. How'd you make a half a million dollars on that real estate piece of property you never even bought? God did it. 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 I need you to practice. God did it. How did you do this? God did it. Come on, y'all. Practice. Practice. God did it. God did it. Dude, look at me. Look at me. I don't know who needs to hear this, but Father, we free up the people we've been frustrated. Okay, I got to get up now. <laughs> I got to get up now. All right, let's go. We, Father, in Jesus' name, we free up the people we have been frustrated with. Could it be that the frustration was so that you could get all the glory? Could it be that the frustration was so that we would not think it was because of them that it happened? Oh, my God. God did it. God did it. God did it. God did it. <laughs> God did it. God did it. God did it. I got to move this camera up. God did it, God did it, God did it, God did it. Yes, he did. Listen, come on, let's go, y'all. Do me a favor. Please share this. Please share if you haven't shared yet. Let's go. John chapter 5. We're praying this thing because I don't need you in hypnosis this year. Some of you need to free some people up. You've been frustrated with certain people. You've been mad at certain people. You've been angry at certain people. You just need to free them up. What do you mean free them up, Bishop? Just look. I don't even, I ain't mad no more. 
How many of you need to not, you need to free somebody up? Wave at me tonight in prayer. If you know you need to free somebody up tonight, you've been mad at. Well, if they would do it, they free them up. Free them up. Free them up. Free them up. <laughs> Good God. Free them up. Free them up. Let's go. All right, we got to pray this thing for we don't run out of time. Good God, time goes fast. All right, John chapter five. We're praying from John chapter five, which was the basis of yesterday's message. John chapter five. In these lay a great multitude of sick people. So there's four types of people that are there. All right, number one, sick people. All right, sick people mean that they um, that they were infected. In Greek, it means they were infected. Um, and so you have literal infection, but then you have spiritual infection. There's some people that are infected with fear. Everything with them is they're scared. And I pray you not be infected with anything ungodly this year. Come on. I pray we not be infected with anything ungodly this year. I pray that we not be infected with fear. We not be infected with mess. We not be infected with drama. We not be infected with craziness. We not be infected with gossip. We not be infected with crazy stuff. We will not be infected this year. And I even cover us naturally. I pray this year that we would not be infected with any sickness or disease. I speak in Jesus' name that we will be 100% healthy and 100% healed all this year. We do not have time to be sick. I pray for any sicknesses or illnesses or diseases that are present in the body of anybody under the sound of my voice now, and I command it to be healed now. I command whatever it is to be revealed so it can be healed now. In Jesus' name, we will not be infected with passive Christianity. We will not be infected with lethargic Christianity. We will not be infected with half-serving God. We will not be infected with negativity. We will not be infected with mess or drama. We will not be infected this year. In Jesus' name. Come on, speak this over your life. No infections. No infections. No infections. Mm -mm. No infections. No infections. Let's go to the next one. John 5, 3. In these lay, they're in the hypnosis, a great multitude of sick people. That means they're infected. Number two, blind people. This means they cannot see. So you obviously have natural blindness, but then you have spiritual blindness. Look at me. Blindness means someone cannot see what's there. And for some people, watch me, you have been walking around blind. Shout out to the five of you that have used badges. I haven't said this so, but y'all are already so. Shout out to the five of you that have done so already on the Bishop Foreman IG. You can use badges over here so too. Listen, I pray that you not take counsel from people who cannot see. I pray that your discerning of spirits increase. Oh, God. So that you would not miss what's right in front of you. I pray that you would discern what is right in front of you. The gift is the discerning of spirits. It is not discernment. Discernment can be taught. Discerning of spirits is a gift. I pray you have both this year. I pray, God, that we have discernment. That is the ability to see what a situation is. But I pray, God, that we also have the discerning of the spirit behind the situation. I pray that we would not miss what's right in front of us, that we would not miss what's right in front of us, that we would not miss 
what is right in front of us. In Jesus' name, I pray that we would not walk around blind in the natural. I pray we would not, go around, not walk around blind in the spirit. I pray we would not, go around, not walk around blind in our soul, our mind, our thoughts, our will, nor our emotions. I pray we wouldn't have blind emotions. What does that mean? That we just get emotional before we even see what's really going on. I pray that we would not have blind thoughts where we just let our minds run off and think crazy stuff. I pray that we, oh God, I pray we discipline our thinking this year. I pray that we discipline our thinking. You said only the things that are pure, just holy, think on these things. I pray that we would discipline our thoughts this year in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. God, I want to run, but I got to stand right here for these cameras. I pray we have discipline in our thoughts. I pray you wouldn't waste time on unpro being unproductive on social media. I pray we would not waste time chasing down lies and chasing down people's opinions. I pray that we would have discipline in our thoughts this year and we would not miss what's right in front of us. Oh, by sick, hey, there's two of you on prayer right now tonight where literally God says you have been missing what is right in front of you, but tomorrow is going to be different for you. Tuesday, the last day of this month, you're going to see what's been right in front of you, and you're going to see that your blessing has been right there the whole time. If you think you might be one of the two, it's only two, but you can praise God like I was talking to you. Can you release a praise in the comments? Can you release a praise in the comments? You're going to see it's been right in front of you the whole time, but you couldn't see it. Why? Because you were blind. But in 2023, we will not be blind. We will not be up under hypnosis. Come on here. Third type of person that was there was a lame person. The word lame in the Greek language of our New Testament, John 5, it means someone that couldn't move forward. It means you couldn't move forward. And for many of you, you've got to hear this when we pray this tonight. Your issue is, is that you don't know how to move forward. You move side to side. You like a dance. Two, two to the right and two to the left. You even do the little back move, but when it's time to go forward, you get stuck. Because to move forward, you ready for this? Means I have to release, I have to release my present so I can move forward. I have to release my now to get to my next. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you would not be lame this year. I pray that you would be able to move forward this year. I pray you'd move forward. Forward, I come against, oh God, lateral movements this year. We will not make lateral movements this year. We will not make backwards movements this year, but we will move forward. I pray that whatever we need to get done, that we'd have the focus, we'd have the favor, we'd have the fortitude, we'd have the attitude, we have the aptitude to do what we must do. But we will not move side to side this year. We will not move backward this year. This is not no temptation stance. No, we will move forward in Jesus' name, which means, God, we will sacrifice our, oh, we will sacrifice our comfort. We will sacrifice knowing all the details. We will sacrifice being control freaks because the only way to move forward is that we have to release the current state of where we stand in order to go forward. And for this God, we say thank you. Come on, put that on the, in the comments. I'll move forward. I'll move forward. I'll move forward. See, when you're lame, you also blame. So this year, God, we won't blame one person for anything. Oh, my God. This year, God, 
We will not blame one person for anything. We will not blame one person for anything because that makes us lame. We won't blame mama, sister, daddy, cousin, uncle, brother, co-worker, hater. Mm -mm. We will blame no one this year. We take full accountability and authority for our Jubilee year. Come on, y'all. We got to go. We take full accountability and authority over our Jubilee year. We won't blame anybody. We won't blame anybody. We won't blame anybody. It ain't your mama. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. It ain't your daddy. It ain't your cousin. It ain't your ex. There are five of you on here. You keep bringing up your ex. Who are you? If you're one of the five, drop a five in the comments because tonight's going to be the last night you blame your ex. Drop a five in the comments if you've been doing that. There's at least five of you on here right now. You keep blaming your ex. How do you know that you keep blaming them? You keep bringing them up. You keep bringing them up and stuff that ain't got nothing to do with them. If you're one of those five, drop it on here because tonight you're about to get set free from that. And move quickly, please. I see you. I see one. I see one. Where are the others? There's four more. At least four more. Two. I see three. One, two, three. There you go. Facebook, YouTube. One, two, three, four, five. Boom. Got you. Let's go. I pray that tonight will be the last night that you attach yourself to blaming your ex. I heard the Lord loud and clear for you that when you release them tonight, that he releases you into your next. That when you release them tonight, he releases you into your next. I heard the Lord say for many of you, because of your blaming of your ex, that you were not able to even attract or bring into your orbit what your next looked like. And not just a person, but a purpose. Oh God, I just need you to type. If you're one of them five, I need you to just say, and I release them. And I release them. For those of you bold, put their initials in the comments. I release them. Don't put their whole name. Don't put your business in the street. I release them. I release them. I release them in Jesus' name. Last type of person that was there, John chapter 5. Good God Almighty. There were sick people infected. Blind people can't see what's in front of them. Lame people can't go forward. Last, paralyzed. These people were powerless and ineffective. Powerless and ineffective. Powerless and ineffective. What does this mean? Ineffective means that they did stuff, but what they did wasn't effective. Let me give you an example of ineffective. Um, if somebody says they're going to clean something, right? Um, let's just use, I'll just use this remote, for example. If somebody says they're going to clean it and, and they're like, I'm going to clean your remote. And, and then this is how they clean it. Pay attention to what I'm doing. So I want you to get the principle. This is how they clean it. Okay, guys, yes or no? Did they clean your remote? Yes or no? Based on what you just saw me do. Okay, I clean your remote. Did they clean your remote? Yes or no? In the comments. Come on, y'all. We got to go. Goodness, we got 10 minutes. My God. No, they didn't clean your remote. They're ineffective. Some people say, I'm going to get my life together. I'm going to be serious about God. I'm going to do what I'm supposed to do. This is all they're doing. You didn't do anything. It's not effective. It is ineffective. It is ineffective. And I pray that this year you'd be effective. We'd be effective in everything that we do. That we would have power and that we would be effective. That we would have power and that we would be effective in everything that we do. That we would not simply say we did something, but it not be effective. 
I pray that we are effective. I pray that we are effective. I pray that we are effective. Oh God, I pray that we are effective I, this year, every day in Jesus name. Can you release this over your life? I'm effective. I'm effective. I'm effective. I got nine minutes to go um, and I'm gonna get as far as I can. I'm gonna get as far as I can. Guys, if you haven't shared, I need you to share. I'm going to get as far as I can. So verse 4 says, An angel went down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first was made well. This, this part of the verse really hit me hardest. And here's why it hit me hardest. Because when I was reading it, I've talked this at least half a dozen, 20 times. What, what got me about this part of the verse, y'all, Kristen, what got me about this part of the verse, Erica, what got me about this part of the verse, was that the Bible says that whoever got in first was made well. That all these people were waiting on something to happen that only happened once a year for one person. They sat there spellbound in a hypnosis like that's the only way. How many of us are sitting, stuck, paralyzed, spellbound, like this is the only way? Like, this is the only way. No, at no time does the Bible say that they tried to, you know, look, look, even if it ain't right, but I'm saying, push somebody out the way. I ain't saying you should do that. Push somebody out the way. Put your feet in the water. Go stir the water up yourself. Like, ask the angel, can you come a few extra times? Look at me. Look at me. You ready for me? Here's the craziest part, y'all. The Bible doesn't even record. They even prayed for another way. The Bible makes it clear they just sat there and said, well, since that's how it had to happen for, for, for Bobby, that's the way it's got to happen for me. How many of us, you are looking at the way it had to happen for somebody else, saying, well, that's the way it has to happen for me. Father, I pray that tonight that we would not be stuck in verse four, just because this is how you did it for them. That does not mean that's the only way you can do it. You are God of miracles, signs, and wonders. Come on, put this on the screen. There's another way. There is another way. And I pray in 2023, we tap into the another way. We tap into the other way. That we not sit stuck without waiting on them to call me back. There's another way. We not sit stuck in a place thinking this is the only way it can happen. There's another way you have given us options. You are the God of options. In Joshua 10, Joshua was never told that anybody could make the sun stand still. Nobody had ever done it. Moses hadn't done it. Abraham hadn't done it. Isaac hadn't done it. Jacob hadn't done it. Nobody had done it. But something rose up in Joshua 10. And I pray that it would rise up in us to make us say bold prayers. There's another way. There is another way we have options. In Jesus, I keep getting out the camera here. In Jesus' name, good God. Did that hit anybody else the way it hit me? I mean, that thing, that thing, like, <clears throat> this is what it did. <clears throat> That's what it did to me. That thing hit me. You keep thinking, well, you know, I can't, they said they ain't gonna be able to sell the house. There's another way. And you're stuck on the way you think it has to be. Well, they said my credit is this. 
there is another way and you stuck on credit. Well, they said they don't want to be with me. There are other people. You stuck on them. Okay, let's go, Bishop. Let's go. Verse five. A certain man was there that had an infirmity for 38 years. Look at me. Infirmity doesn't mean sickness. Infirmity means, guys, if you haven't shared yet, share. We're almost done. We got five more minutes of getting out of here. Infirmity means not his sickness, but it means the handicap he's developed about his sickness. Okay? Infirmity isn't the fact that the man was ill. Infirmity is that the man says that I have, a, it's a hypnotic handicap. I can't do this because of this. I can't do this because of this. Father, I pray that we not live in a hypnotic handicap this year. I pray that you would quickly show us other solutions, show us other options, show us other ways. Let us think about different ways to get things done. Father, matter of fact, we take a moment to pause for the cause and praise you for every shut door. We thank you for every delight. We thank you for every no. Come on, y'all, put a praise. We thank you, God, for everything you shut down so that we will see there's another way and we would not live in a hypnotic handicap. We would not live in a hypnotic handicap in Jesus' name. Come on, y'all. We got four minutes. We got to go. God, this is, I got to get to this part. He's there for 38 years. Verse 6, when Jesus saw him lying there, he said to him, do you want to be made well? I like the word lying. And I said this at 11.15, where literally the man was lying there on his bed, but literally the man was lying, like lying, like a lie, like disingenuous, dishonest, a lie. You ready? How do you know? Verse 7, Jesus asked him, do you want to be made well? Look at verse 7. I want you to see the lie. I want you to see the lie. Because you ready? You're going to stop lying this year. I'm going to stop lying this year. We're going to stop lying this year. They say the average human lies three times a day on minimum, at minimum. Three to four times a day at minimum. You ready? What do you mean stop lying? There's a specific lie you've been telling yourself. I'm going to show you right now. Verse 7. The sick man answered him. Now, Jesus asked him, what? Do you want to be made well? The sick man answered him, y'all. You ready? We got to go. And he says this. I have nobody to put me in the pool when the water is stirred up. Look at the look at look at what he says. He's saying it like I can't walk. I can't get up. I can't move. Watch the second part of the statement. Watch me. But while I am coming, another steps down before me. Shut up. Which means you can walk. You've been telling yourself you needed somebody to put you in the pool. Liar. You've been telling yourself you need somebody to support your book. You need somebody to do this for you. Lie. You can do it yourself. Father, we speak the same things that the Apostle Paul spoke. That the Apostle Paul spoke. We can do all things through Christ. We can do all things through Christ. Come on here, Keith. We can do all things through Christ. We literally, you're not living in limitations, but we are living in a place called, it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. It's possible. And Father, forgive us for lying to ourselves and saying that we needed this, that we needed that, that we're waiting on this, that we're waiting on that, is when this happened, when that Forgive us for creating our own delay. We loose the lie. Come on, you old school church. Loose here. <laughs> we loose the lies that we have told ourselves. The man could walk the whole time. 
And verse eight, we got to go. Good God. Verse eight, Jesus said to the man, rise, take up your bed and walk. Look at me, guys. Jesus never once said, be healed. Jesus never laid his hands on him and said, demon of paralyzation. <clears throat> the man never got in the water. The way he thought he had to get healed, he never did it. This is going to be the year. Watch me. This is going to be the year for you where the way you thought it had to be done, you're about to see another way. Father, seal what we have prayed now in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Guys, it's 7.59. We got to go. I want to do these last two. Good. I want to I run, to be honest with you. I really want to run, jump, holler, and scream. Look at me. I just need the Lord to touch me. You don't need it. I just need a prophetic word. You have enough already. Come on here. It'll be another way. <laughs> It'll be enough. Um, there's this story about uh, Pinky Cole. She's the uh, founder and owner of uh, Slutty Vegan is the name of the restaurant. Let me tell you something, because um, we're fasting. And so uh, I had to make sure, because some of the normal stuff got sugar in it, so I had to make sure what I got didn't have sugar in it. Well, I was in Atlanta last week. Let me tell you something. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. That food was amazing. Uh, free plug for her. And um, I saw her. I saw part of her story, though. Her first business failed. Her first business failed. Um, then she came back around and she did this one. She found another way and she's doing it another way. And her business just got valued at a hundred million dollars. She only started it a few years ago. Look at me. This is your year of Jubilee. Speak this over your life. Jubilee. Let me say slutty vegan doesn't sound. Uh, I can't see the comments. I can't see what it says. Um, is that the name of the business? I, I don't, I don't, you know, that ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm just telling you, um, pay attention. It gets your attention. She found another way. Because when I heard it, I was like, oh, what? I like me a good church going girl. I ain't with all this, you know, slutty vegan stuff. Listen, listen, guys. Tonight, uh, speak that over your life. It's Jubilee. Last two things I want to do. If you're not a Christian, tonight's your night to give your life to the Lord. Secondly, if you give your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful tonight. It's your night to recommit yourself. And thirdly, like Bishop Foreman, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure tonight's your night. If any of those three is you, and I counted you guys, don't get off yet. The most important part of what we're going to pray, I'm going to do right after we do the invitation. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure on the count of three, do that hand with emoji or say, it's me. God's coming to get you tonight on prayer. One, two, three. If that's you, do that hand with emoji or say, it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure wherever you're at, no judgment, no guilt, no condemnation, no shame. We covered a lot in prayer tonight. We covered a lot in prayer tonight. We covered a lot in prayer tonight. If that's you, do that hand with emoji or say it's me. While people are responding and they're already responding, I see several already responding on Instagram. Tonight, um, matter of fact, I just want to stay right here. I want to stay right here because they're responding. I see your hands. I see your hands. God is amazing. No guilt, y'all. No condemnation. No shame. No shame. Bishop Foreman, I still got questions. Guess what? You had questions about your car, but you didn't wait to buy it until you got all your questions answered. You had faith to believe that they wouldn't put something on the road that wasn't good. Use that same principle with God. God is real. How do I know he's real? Because you, you have survived the worst. You have survived what should have took you out, taken you down. It wasn't because of your talent. It wasn't because of your skill. It wasn't because of your ability. It was because God 
is with you. Even though you did not know he was with you, he is with you. White, black, tall, short, Latino, Asian, every background. Everybody is included. Nobody is excluded. Jesus, when he died, he died for everybody. He died for everybody. Don't you ever let anybody tell you, but well, he didn't die for that. Mm -mm, you a lie. He died for everybody. We all need to say that. If that's you, then a hand wave emoji or say it's me. I'm going to count down from five, five, four, three, waiting on you, two, waiting on you, one. There's a couple more of you that need to respond. There's a couple more of you that need to respond. Push the button. Well, I don't want to do it. I don't want to be embarrassed. Number one, you're not going to be embarrassed. The Bible says, the Bible says this. The Bible says this. The Bible says, if you deny him publicly, he'll deny you. I don't want to be that. I don't want to stand in front of God and be like, Jesus. He's the king of hearts. That's what this hoodie is. Jesus. And he'd be like, who is that? Who is that? Who, don't you remember? No, no, I don't. I don't want to be, I don't want to be denied. People are still coming to the Lord tonight, y'all. I see you. To God be the Lord. You can keep responding. If you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. I want everybody to pray this with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. You can keep responding. Thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. They're still responding. Glory to God. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian. From this day forward, I renounce and I release who I was and I receive who you're creating me to be in Jesus name. Amen. Bible says if you just prayed that prayer, heaven is rejoicing. Angels are rejoicing. We're rejoicing. And now I need to give you an instruction. Text the word harvest to five, five, four, nine, eight. When you do that, um, you're going to tap the option for salvation. Let us know you just prayed that prayer. We're going to send to you. We're going to send to you a text to show you now that I prayed this prayer, what do I do next? I'm a shepherd. I'm not I'm just a motivational speaker. I'm not just a coach and all of that. Not knocking any of that. I'm a shepherd. I want to make sure you have what you need so that you can take your next step with the Lord. All right. Some of you are saved, but you need a shepherd. You need a place to call home. You don't have to be in Denver or Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America and around the world. And you can stay connected. Again, text harvest to 55498. Last thing I want to do, let's get a seed into the ground, guys. Our last seed for the month of January. Let's get a seed into the ground. I want to tie it um, uh, to John 5. We sold yesterday connecting to this, but I want to tie it to John 5. Yesterday we tied it to verse 9, but I want to tie this one. I want to tie this one um, to verse 8. And so here's the seed tonight. Um, I'm going to sow it. I want to challenge you to sow it. 58. 58 is our seed tonight. And listen to this verse. It says, and Jesus said, rise. This is your rise seed. Because the rest of this year, you're going to be on the rise. Your finances are going to be on the rise. Your relationship with Jesus is going to be on the rise. Your health is going to be on the rise. Everything about your life is going to be on the rise this year. 58 is our seed and call it rise. How do you sow that seed? You can use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. If you want to use cash app, you can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. All of that's available. The email is hello and harvestchurch.church. All right. Um, hello at harvestchurch.church. Can I get somebody to put the giving methods in on IG for me so that I can uh, put in those? All right. You can do that. You can text the amount. You can text the amount to 84321. All right. Follow the prompts. Enter Harvest Church. Boom. Thanks, Brennan. You are on it. You can text the amount uh, to uh, 84321. 
follow the prompts and do it that way. He said, Bishop, I don't have um, 58. Get as close as you can to it, but everybody sow something and call it your rise seed. He said, Bishop, I want to sow more than that. Sow more than that. Maybe you want to do 85. Maybe you want to do 580. Maybe you want to do 850, whatever. Just put those numbers in it and call it your rise seed. All right. Why do you believe in sowing, Bishop? Because I've watched it. My first book is called um, Making Money Moves, The Art of Getting Your Finances in Order. I know what it is to give myself out of a place and to look back and say, oh, my God, only God can do that. If you're on IG and you want to use the badges, you can feel that way, too. All right. I love you guys. I pray you have an amazing night tonight. Good God. I, we ran out of time. Prayers always price 807. We're out of time tonight. I love spending this time with you guys. If you came in late, go back. Uh, watch from the beginning, get the podcast, stay connected. Uh, I just want to speak life into your life. I promise you uh, it blesses me to be a blessing to you. All right. Again, that's our seat tonight. Rise because everything about your life is on the rise. Go to sleep tonight on the rise. Have the word plan. Create the environment we talked about. When you started, some of y'all need to throw some stuff away, take some stuff to Goodwill, give some stuff to some people, get some stuff out of your house. That does not reinforce what the word of God says about you. All right, get your seat in the bound. 58 or as close as you can to it. Love you. Somebody asking the methods. Dollar sign Bishop Foreman. It's right here. Dollar sign Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. PayPal, Venmo, Zell, Gillify, all of that is available too. Hello at harvestchurch.church. All right. Um, love you. Shalom. Have a good night. Love y'all. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.